All right. Welcome back to, what is this, 35, 36? 35. 35, episode 35 of the Two Pokes podcast. I uh, do mean mysteries because my entire existence is a mystery. I am your host, Sam Milik. Um, did you know if you laid a blue whale lengthwise across a basketball court, they would have to cancel the game? <laughs> I'm your co-host, Cal Smith. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> Uh, uh, I saw that. <laughs> uh, oh my god! I thought that was so funny. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> there's that, folks. Um, we're starting off strong. Starting off real strong over here. Um, so yeah, we're back. Life has gotten in the way once again. Like always. Um, when does it not? Mm-hmm. Um, Cal, how you been, buddy? No, not good. <laughs> yeah. Um, migraines and seasonal injury or you know, i don't know i feel like the temperature change always makes everybody hurt yeah i'm hurting right now from like headaches and just knee pain and everything i don't feel like i'm existing right now no it's definitely limbo right now there is it is it a no bones day <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i didn't ch- i don't check every day i don't check either um i did see how a lot of people were rigged on the good morning america one because they they thought it was rigged since noodles was already up like of course it's a bones day but today's not a no bones day yeah that was a lot of people were in arms about that rightfully so yeah um yeah this is our halloween poketacular um we have two mysteries one is a true meme and the other is something that's a little more like current slash breaking news that we'll go into um yeah, I don't have any notes on that one, so we're just going to pull from the internet. Is it the, the Brian Laundrydale one? It is, Brian, it is the uh, Gabby Petito Brian Laundry. You saw that his body was found, right? That's what we're going to talk about. I 100% think that his parents murdered both of them, and okay. he was dropped off there. Okay, well, we will get there. <laughs> we will get there. Okay. Dog and bounty hunter ain't ever wrong. <laughs> Hang on now. <laughs> we're getting there. Slow your horses. Um, but yeah, we've got two mysteries... Um, I'd say a decent amount of entertainment. I don't have anything. I have really? Anything for entertainment. I have a lot, man. Is it about Eternals and stuff? No, oh. just a lot of stuff, man. Damn. All, All right. right. Well, on that note, let's go ahead and uh, all that entertainment intro. Gary. All right. We are uh, we're back with entertainment um first thing right off the bat <laughs> the batman trailer oh i forgot we did have a bunch of trailers yeah <laughs> um so we got a better look at battinson um ho- holy smokes that was a really good trailer that was, <laughs> that was good that was, really good that was a good one um colin farrell as the penguin was completely different i love it i love that you know like in the past penguin has been like this like britishman with the (laughs) monocle and the yeah and the The top hat and the top hat and all that and now he's like your new jersey new york mobster yeah i think uh i think that they could win an oscar for makeup just because of what they did to feral you know what i mean well even that and like he just looks completely different, and it's crazy that they are the same person. You can barely tell that it's the same person. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like Gary Oldman as Winston Churchill. Have you mm-hmm. seen that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's exactly it. Yeah. It's insane. Mm-hmm. But Troy looks really good. I'm really excited for that one. I mean, I'm hoping 
Farrell's better than Danny DeVito. Well, they said that he's not even going to be the main villain. You know, he's he, getting his own spinoff. After that, that he's getting like an HBO Max show or something like that. That makes sense. Yeah. So I don't even think he'll be in it that much. I think it'll be like a side character type deal. He'll definitely be a side character. But I'm excited for the Riddler because they're making him like the Zodiac Killer. Yeah, I was about to say that he gives off major like, Zodiac Killer he's vibes. He's 100% being a serial killer, which is a very interesting but refreshing take on the Riddler. Well, we've never seen. The Riddler... Um, he's always been like a joke villain. Yeah, he's been like your little comedic relief. Now um, he, he's the Zodiac he's Killer. The Zodiac Killer. <laughs> Which I... I also think that makes sense without like the whole riddle thing and like taunting police and stuff. That's the exact same thing the Zodiac Killer did. So I think... Yeah. I think basing it off that is is going to be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, like, in the past, Jim Carrey's was a total meme. It was Jim Carrey and, and Frank Gorshin's uh, 1960s. Have you seen that one? Yeah. 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 Um, the Adam West um, Riddler, uh, Frank Gorshin. Yeah. He and Jim Carrey were – Jim Carrey is basically just, like – Himself. Doing his own version yes. of Frank Gorshin's. Well, Riddler. I mean, and that, that's how I mean that's how the character has been written. It's never been like a really serious character. I'd say he only really got serious in the um, the Arkham games. Yeah, and even then, you know. Yeah. So I, I I'm excited for that. I'm excited he's the main villain because we've never seen like a detective Batman movie, which all apparently all of the movies with Robert Pattinson is supposed to be. Like a mystery movie, mm-hmm. which I'm I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. His uh, his bat voice is good. It's not like in your face Christian Bale like. Where drugs going? Bale's was a bit much. It was a bit much. <laughs> but where are the other drugs going? Adam West. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's good. Yeah, um, I I'm excited for it. Um, also, a lot of people think that Alfred's going to get killed. He's the you know the body with the mat the plastic bag on its head. Yeah, they think that the Riddler kills Alfred, which if they do it that early, I think will be quite surprising. I mean, I think it's like the mayor or something, but it's also they said that it's gonna make Batman want to kill. I think killing Alfred would be the way to do it, but it'll be the first time that. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Andy Serkis. Wouldn't be the first time Andy Serkis is in a body bag in a Marvel movie. Or in a superhero yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I know. But I just, the thing with me is, like, I don't... That's interesting to start off, like, probably like a trilogy or something without Alfred. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you kill him in the first movie. That's a bold move. <laughs> yeah. So well, I also feel like this one isn't really given much leeway for a Robin. Maybe it will, and we just don't. It might, because isn't this like a young Batman? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty new Batman. Yeah. So we might see Dick Grayson That'd be so as nice. Robin and then the Nightwing if they keep going with it. That would be so nice. Uh, I'm excited for it. They're, they can do a lot with this. I think it's kind of refreshing. I did like Ben Affleck as Batman. I feel like yeah. he did get kind of shafted. But he did, but like he was a good, like, older, good older Batman. Yeah. So I do wish he would get that Bat- Batman series he was working on, but I'm incredibly excited for Robert Pattinson's. I also just realized that uh director of this film is the director of the newer Planet of the Apes movies. He's also directed Cloverfield. I just now put that together. That's I think he'll do a really good job with this movie. Yeah. Um, one issue that I have, and it's purely just costume-wise, is Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. 
I didn't see it. The, ma- the mask is just a little stupid. I, I don't think they can do a mask right with that costume. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean... It's like... Was it like Anne the- Hathaway? Is that who did? Yes, yeah. The one in the... Well, galleries. hers was just like a masquerade mask. Like, it was up to her eyes. Mm-hmm. Which I think is like... I don't know. It's so hard making costume accurate things because it's so easy to draw something and make it look normal. I think it's especially more difficult with female costumes because you don't want to like overly sexualize it i think it's just a helmet you know what i mean yeah because like you look at the flash trailer oh we're getting to that one people are talking about like the helmet on that it's so hard to draw a helmet and it's so hard to actually make people wear one right you know what i mean yeah like in the suicide squad peacemakers was pretty comic accurate and it was stupid looking but it was supposed to be they're all yeah they're all supposed to look super but then like blood sports was pretty freaking cool oh, blood sports looks cool but it's one of those things where i think it's really hard just you it's real easy to draw something but it's real hard to actually make it and make it look normal yeah just because like people's faces yeah the bat cows have been yeah like a that. Yeah, perfect yeah, yeah. example of that like yeah. with keaton with kilmer Clooney. I feel like, like they all look the same. Well, and you see that with like the comics too. Yeah, it's like there's there's such a wide variety of like what that cow looks like. And it's all face structure. I'm glad that. So in the past, we've had like even with. So starting off with, excluding Adam West because doesn't really count on this one. Yeah. With Burton, Kimmer, and Clooney. Mm-hmm. The the ears on the bat costume were like super super tall yeah and then you get kind of like a medium height with bales which i think bales costume right now is my personal favorite bales is just a helmet for me yeah because it comes like mega mind yeah you know what i mean yeah but and also it's the comics too mm-hmm. because batman in the comics now doesn't have the big ears no they, they've shortened them. yeah, yeah. And so it's they go hand in hand too yeah. well with afflecks it's they're like non-existent Right, and then with with Pattinsons, let me let me look this up. I think just Pattinsons so are pretty small. Well, yeah. I know. Wait, does he have big ones? I don't think he has big ones. I think they're like, let's see, no. Yeah, they're kind of short. They're shorter. However, I and do, they're further back on the head. Yeah, I think I think Pattinson's costume is probably my favorite, and it looks kind of the most accurate to me. It's very grungy. Yeah, which I like. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'll grow on me more. I get, like, serious Arkham vibes from mm-hmm. Pattinson's costume. I think his helmet and his mask are the most comic accurate we've seen, mm-hmm. and they and it looks the best. So who would you say... Let's pull up a picture of all of the bat symbols, because this is, like, a debate. Ooh. I will say this. When it comes to the, the spotlight, I do think they do it the best in this movie, because I think it makes the most sense how they did it. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. Curse and Bales, it was a chained-up bad henchmen which i think that also made sense but i think with the batman movie how it's just a broken spotlight Mm -hmm. pieces i think that makes the most sense and i think it looks you know what i mean because i think the spotlight itself can be pretty stupid sounding yeah (laughs) but i think the way they've done it in recent years or recent movies where it's like something that looks something like a bat kind of like that better i wish they had a whole there has to be a photo on Google with the full list of... Um, here. Oh, wait, no. That's not... All Batman movie symbols. Here we go. Here we go. Oh. Yeah, right here. 
Okay. Yep. So this is obviously the 43, the Lewis Wilson, um, first, like, cinema appearance. Yeah. Um, and then you have Adam West's right here. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that Bale's symbol changed much. Yeah, I think it's because he started using it as a weapon. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm kind of... I've never been a fan of Netflix. I don't like how big it is. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. I like this new one because it's made out of the pistol. Yeah, the... Wait, it's made out of the... Oh, that's right. It's yeah. made out of the pistol that... Yeah. Killed his dad. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's cool. Um, I do like Christian Bale's. I do kind of like the Dark Knight the best. Dark Knight is the best, um, for reference. Batman Begins, Bat Symbol is little... Like, it hangs down a little more on the edges. Yeah. It's less, like, sharp. Yeah. I don't... I think my least favorite... Um, obviously, I don't like the Batman and Robin one... Yeah, I'm not just sure. in this picture because it has Robin's symbol on it too mm-hmm. and Batman's costume didn't have that I don't like the Michael did Keaton it? Did it? no that was Robin's symbol yeah that was just like the movie picture yeah I don't know man I, don't, I like the new one best new one best I'd say a close second would be the 1943 one yeah I could see that on a modern day bat suit yeah and then maybe get rid of the gray that's just because it was in yeah, black and white. <laughs> Technicolor had just taken off and wasn't really all that used. He is, his costume was brown, actually. Did you know that? Oh, really? Yeah, to That's make the weird. colors match up. Same with Superman. Superman's... Um, let's see if I can show you a picture. 19. Superman costume. Yeah, see? It was like... In order for it to look as crisp, it had to... To do this, so that's what it looks like in life. Interesting. So he's basically wearing a giant poop cape. Nice. Also, this better be photoshopped. It's not. Oh, Superman and Lois, what's going on here? It, they did like a retro thing for yeah. a little bit. They changed it, I think. But yeah, so same thing with Batman. It was a kind of like a brown gray. That's interesting. Didn't know that. Yeah. Um. Else, do we have to talk about? Do you think this one will be better than? Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. I think just because it's a new take on Batman. And I don't know. Uh, Nolan's wasn't bad. It was pretty good. I just think it was all dark and gritty. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I it's just the whole detective thing we never saw. Right. For self. And so I think we're going to see that a lot more. And we've never really seen that before. And so I think it will make the whole character a lot more dynamic because then you get the detective, but you also get the sad backstory and mm-hmm. all the dark droopiness. Yeah. So I think it'll be better. I think it'll take the character to a new elevation. Oh, yeah. For freaking sure. Okay. Um, staying on the DC train, mm-hmm. um, there's a little flash teaser. I didn't watch it. I you not missing much. Yeah. Um, Ezra Miller. Uh, it, it it annoys me that DC doesn't or Warner Bros doesn't know what to do with their characters. Well, he's been the Flash since what 2015, 2016. Yeah, but he's only appeared in like one thing. Well, Justice League. He was then, also in. Uh, he was in Suicide Squad for like twenty seconds. And he was in Batman versus Superman. Yeah, still though. For like 
He was like all the effects there. Yeah, when he was being recruited. Yeah. Um, Warner Bros. doesn't have a direction. So none of these movies... I'm not... I don't think this movie would do well. It really just seems to be like a 89 Batman sequel. Like a Batman Returns sequel. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen that it's Keen's Batman. And that after Alfred died, he's become incredibly sloppy. And that's why the cowl was so bloody and stuff. But I don't... I don't know. Warner Bros. needs to get figured out. Yeah. I mean, then there's two flashes in this Mm -hmm. trailer. Um, one being like the continuity Ezra Miller flash, I guess the the continuity Barry Allen. Yeah. Um, his costume looks like it came straight out of the Injustice video game. Which I, I like the all the golden streaks and stuff. I see. I don't know. It seems a little clunky. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Though, is like it's hard designing those costumes in real life. Yeah. It's a lot easier to draw them than it is to make them. And then the other is obviously just a Keaton bat suit that's been spray painted. Yeah. Which I think is kind of sloppy. Yeah. Aesthetically, it looks cool, but it's just kind of a sloppy, uh, kind of a sloppy look. And then what? Supergirl's in it, or Superwoman, whatever. I can't remember who that. I can't. Sounds horrible. I just don't know who that female. I think it's Supergirl. I'm not sure. I didn't watch it that much. Let's Google it. Oh no, I'm not excited for that one as I am for the others. 2022. Is it coming out? Oh, November. So like a year from now. Yeah. For now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Supergirl. Yeah. Okay. Well. Um, why is Grant Gustin listed as a cast member? I don't believe that. Oh gosh. Ugh. Oh, that's another thing. Is like how bad that show's gotten because they don't have any money for CGI. It used to be such a great show. Yeah, and it's horrible writing, and they have. The special effects on are horrible. Oh yeah, it's a CW show. Yeah, um, yeah. That's oh yeah, and the teaser is like completely narrated by Michael Keaton. Yeah, so it just like makes it feel like a Batman movie. Batman movie. Um, um, we also got a Black Adam teaser. I did like that teaser. You did. I I did like that one. See, I thought it wasn't the teaser. Great. I'm just worried about the Rock. Why? He's getting up there in age. Eh. He's what? Fifty. So that ain't that bad. Yeah, but his body's starting to show. Like this, I hate to crap on another man's physique because obviously the man is more stacked than I will ever be. I don't think it's starting to show. I just think he doesn't look as toned. He's not supposed to. He's supposed to be big and bulky. Yeah, but he's like. I don't saggy bulky. No, he's wearing a robe. Uh, no. Have you I, seen the photos of him in the costume? No. It's just not. No. Not what I thought it Black Adam would be. No, I'm excited for it still. Okay. I'm really not. I know. I think that's gonna be a good movie just because all the people they're bringing into it. Yeah. Because they got Adam Smasher, Doctor Fate. Dr. Fate, played by Pierce Brosnan, former 007. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that one. Also, I just think it's cool because it's getting kind of dark. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just starts off killing a guy. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm excited for it. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, killing people. Well, he, like, electrocuted the guy. Mm-hmm. It's also turned him to ash. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I'm excited for. He was always a cool villain. Yeah. Isn't he on Justice League? 
Hmm? I feel like he was in Justice League, right? Like in the animated show? This morning was. I don't think he was. Really? Not as a big character. Justice League Unlimited. Hey, he was in Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, but he wasn't never a big character. He's always a side, like, background character. Fair enough. Um, uh, so that's all I've got on the DC news. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to MCU. Obviously, this week it was announced that several uh, MCU films are getting pushed back. Um, Black Panther 2 is getting pushed back until November. I believe it was supposed to be like a July release date. Yeah, something like that. Um, Did he get pushed back much? No, no. Thor 11 Thunder delayed two months. Mm -hmm. Um, Most of them were a month or two. Yeah. Doctor Strange was supposed to be February, right? It was supposed to be summer. Because now... Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Now it's pushed back to May. I think it was January. Or like a winter Mm -hmm. type thing. And Ant-Man 3, July 23. They said that... I don't think it's a bad thing, first off, because that gives them a lot more time for production. That type stuff. Gives them more time for production. Also gives them more time to get um, King the Conqueror. Kind of... Isn't he supposed to be in... Mania. Yeah. I get him. Got more room to advertise. But also they were saying that Doctor Strange 2 got pushed to the normal Avengers slot. And so they're probably preparing for Doctor Strange to be a lot bigger of the movie. Yeah. Um, and obviously the Marvels, which I don't think you have like any news on. No. I mean, it's Disney Plus yeah. too. So. February 23. I don't. I mean, that's not that me big of one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, also, Hulk's getting his own movie. I saw that. Yeah, after She-Hulk series. World War Hulk or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I guess that Marvel or Disney got the rights back to the Hulk movie. From Fox. Yeah. yeah. Or just waited until the contract got expired. Yeah. Um, I think the reason... When I wrote this on Wednesday... Um, I said, could this be because Eternals and No Way Home are going to be more massive drops than apparently we Eternals thought. is? They, so is No Way Home. Yeah, there's some been there's there's been an uh, update on that. Um, and I also feel like we're all kind of experiencing a little bit of like superhero fatigue with all like the what if, yeah, all of that coming out. Yeah. All the Disney Plus shows like coming out one by one. Hawkeye is coming next next month, right? Mm-hmm. Is it January? No, it's November. It's a Christmas series. Okay. Um, but Eternals, do you want to go ahead? Do you have any anything we haven't talked about about Eternals being a massive drop? Not really. Um, just a, they had that release like this week. They had pre or a pre premiere release before it comes out next week, right? Again, it's apparently huge. Um, there's also been like massive spoilers on the internet, so watch out for that. Yeah. But they said both the post credit scenes are like massive. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's probably gonna be a huge box office breaker. Um, um, same with No Way Home, obviously. Yeah. Um, no Way Home is slated to be two and a half hours long. Yeah. Uh, which is the third longest MCU movie behind Endgame and Infinity War. Makes sense. Um, makes sense. Oh, yeah. I remember, uh, last time we talked about how 
Toby and uh, Andrew are going to get 40 minutes of screen time, which is more than Iron Man and Captain America got in Endgame, was what it was. So they're going to be a massive part of that movie. Yeah. That'll be good. Um, that's, that's all I have on. Yeah, it is. That's all I have on entertainment. Um, I feel like there's I feel like something else. Oh, I got one. Let's hear it. Uh, Dr. Dre's ex-wife served him court papers while at his grandmother's funeral this week. Savage. What do you mean savage? That's horrible. Isn't he like a horrible person? No. I'm thinking of R. Kelly. My yeah. bad. My bad. Two well, very different people. Very different. Yeah. R. Kelly's in jail. <laughs> Not yet. He's ratting people out to get a reduced sentence. And so, though, uh, Dr. Ray was the same guy that his wife divorced him, but he had apparently they had signed a prenup when they got married. She did not know about. Um, so good for him. Um, Savage. But yeah, serving court papers at his grandmother's funeral for divorce. I don't even know what the court papers are about. Damn. Some people said he was by the casket when they did it. Uh, some people said it was in the parking lot. Um, but yeah, I. Hope her nothing but the best, nothing but the worst. Excuse me. <laughs> Are you familiar with the Alec Baldwin stuff going on right now? Yeah, I don't know if we want to talk about it because it happened like last night. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Um, obviously, at the time of this being recorded, details are still being um, developed. Mm-hmm. But last night, uh, it was reported um, that Alec Baldwin fired a prop gun on the set of. But, okay, that's another thing is of. There's no such thing as a prop gun. They use real guns. Real it's guns just blanks. blanks. And so that was a big thing in the video I watched because I did watch one guy. He's like, first off, there's no prop gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they use real guns. Yeah. A big, like, I don't even know what agency or, like, what association this would go through. Um, they said the police are investigating. No, I mean, like, as far as filmmaking goes, because, you know, you have, like, the Screen Actors Guild, and, and and then when it comes to, like, government regulation, you have, like, the FCC for television and all that. But uh, basically, he's firing a, a, a quote-unquote prop gun mm-hmm. during, uh, I guess it's a Western film, yeah. Rust. Mm-hmm. Um, and it went off. Shrapnel obviously has the tendency to uh, come out of the barrel when you shoot a blank. Yeah. Because it's even, like shooting a real bullet. Well, they said even on blanks, even though it's not like common, sometimes their shell like implodes on itself and can fire off pieces. Yeah. Which which is shot the one lady in the stomach who died yesterday and then shot, it hit another producer, I think, in the shoulder. It killed the cinematographer, Helena Hutchins. Yeah. Um, it got her in the stomach. got her in the stomach. She she passed away. Yeah. Um, and then the director. Was a direct was director. Also. He got hit in the shoulder. Yeah. So and he's he, in, like, ICU right now or something. Yeah, he's just receiving intensive care right now. Uh, yeah. Alec Baldwin broke down after that. Um, rightfully so. My good God. Yeah. Um, fully a, cooperating with police at the moment. That's to a freak accident. Get down to the middle of that, which, I mean, you would think after what happened with Brandon Lee on the set of The Crow, police son, same, exact same thing happened, except it was a stuntman, fired off the blank, and it hit Brandon Lee, and he dropped dead. I didn't hear about that. Yeah. This was, like, back in 2004, I think. Um... So they had to, like, finish the rest of the movie yeah. with a stunt double. Yeah. Um, think after that, that you would um, 
you would kind of learn <laughs> from that mistake and would kind of take the like necessary measures to like increase protection. Well, I mean, You're supposed to have an armor on set. Like that's the, well, that's it's, the requirement. Yeah, but I mean that's not I mean that, it's an accent that's kind of there's no way around it. Yeah, but when you're handling a real weapon with a blank. Yeah, no, but that's what I mean, though, is, like, those blank casings, yeah. you can't prepare for that. Yeah, it's but you could put a screen around. Well, that's another thing. Is I don't know where they were. It looks like they're out in the middle of... No, I mean, like, where he shot and then where they were sitting. I think they... I mean, it, he's not going to shoot at somebody. He'll shoot at a camera, you know what I mean? Yeah. But normally there's nobody on that camera. Morning, he was shooting out into the. All right, so this is the news release from the Santa Fe County Sheriff. Um, October 21st, 2021, Santa Fe County Sheriff's deputies were dispatched to the Bonanza Creek Ranch movie set of Western Rust, October 21st, 2021, when a 911 caller reported a shooting on the set. The sheriff's office confirms that two individuals were shot on the set of Rust. Helena Hutchins, 42, director of photography, and Joel Salza, uh, 48, director, were shot when a prop firearm was discharged by Alec Baldwin, 68, producer and actor. Miss Hutchins was transported via helicopter to University of New Mexico Hospital, where she was pronounced dead by medical personnel. Mr. Salza was trans transported by ambulance to Christus St. Vincent Regional Medical Center, where he is undergoing treatment for his injuries. The investigation remains open and active. No charges have been filed in regard to this incident. Witnesses continue to be interviewed by detectives. Um, so it sounds like Baldwin is being... Um, uh, uh, to... He's being very cooperative. Yeah. Uh, which is good. Um, my favorite thing that kind of made me angry was how different news outlets were reporting on this. You go to... It's purely just because of biases, and I'll just get to the chase. CNN didn't really touch on it too much, um, but I woke up this morning and the Fox News headline was that basically just like how it sounded was Alec Baldwin just straight up killed someone. Um, let me see if I can find it. Um, da, da, da. Ba, ba, ba. It's not here. Um... Yeah, basically, he, uh, they just kind of, God, I can't use my words today. They, um, were like, oh yeah, he killed someone. We don't like Alec Baldwin. Um, yeah. And they're like tweeting, or they're saying, like another one from two hours ago, Alec Baldwin, family spotted packing up following deadly movie set shooting. Like, okay. Obviously, they're going to see the set shut down. I mean, they got to report that stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that was the breaking news. The thing that the only bad thing I've seen headline wise was that he was facing backlash from his 2017 tweet, which he tweeted how it must feel to wrongfully kill someone. Now he's getting backlash for that because he accidentally killed someone. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, I don't, there's not, I, I don't think there's not much you can do to avoid something like that just because of how much of a freak accident it is. Yeah. I mean, it's one blank that causes, but if you look at probably billions of blanks that have been shot in the past with no problem, it's just a freak accident that happens. I don't know how much they can do safety-wise moving forward with movies and TV shows. Yeah. 
and it's no secret that Alec Baldwin is like is one like he's like super cocky, yeah. kind of a jerk, notorious. Well, that could be it too if he I, was mishandling it. Yeah, but I really hope if that's the case that he learned his lesson here. Well, yeah, she can't really take that back. Well, no, people when it first came out, people thought he used like a real bullet. Yeah, because they were reporting on it. That yeah, he somebody died. Someone that someone just opened fire on the set. Yeah, which if it was a real bullet, then that is the uh, that's not on Alec Baldwin. That's on the uh, prop guy or whoever handles firearms on sets for putting in a real bullet. Because sometimes they do use real bullets for scenes, but sometimes when they're shooting at somebody. So, um, how, either way, so bullet ricochet off stuff too. So yep. if that casing got fired out of the barrel because it was a weird bullet, it didn't ricochet off something, hit him, that could be it too. Yeah. I don't know. This is freaking weird. Very unfortunate, yeah. for sure. Um, that is our breaking news slash entertainment. Um, you ready for... You ready for your first mystery of the day? Yeah. All right. We have two today? We have two today. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Gary, roll the intro. Okay. So, um, the first mystery is a young boy sits... The, the day is... The year is 2004, November. A young boy sits in his tiny... Spi- Don't read my notes. I'm not, I can't read. <laughs> That's fuzzy to a me. A young boy sits in his tiny Spider-Man lazy chair, dead asleep. When he's tried to be woken up, he doesn't get up. But when he does, he's hungry, only eats a few crackers before he's full. His trips to the little boy's room are frequent. His mother knows something's wrong. Sounds like his kidney failure. But what is it? This is me mysteries. The curious disappearance of Sam's pancreas. Just, oh my god. <laughs> Shut it down. Let's go. Shut it down. All right. There's no mystery about it. There is. There are some theories, though. All right. Here's some background information because November is uh, National Diabetes Awareness Month. So I figured we'd end the month by introducing the new month. All right. Here we go. Wait, time out. You said what was... Wait, when's Diabetes Awareness Month? November. November. Okay. So we're so going to end... We got two weeks. This will probably be our last episode of the month. No, I mean, next weekend. Sunday's on 31st, next Sunday. Yeah, but when it comes out, it'll be November. That's true. All right. So, You're fair there. Um, so, yeah, I was born... I guess. I, was, I, didn't, I didn't really approve this, but oh, okay. yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I was born October 9, 2000 um, in Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, lived in a house off of Neve Road with my mom, Sorry. sister, and my dad. Um, I was a pretty healthy baby. I ain't going to lie to you. Um, I never really got sick. Um, I ate pretty good. I was a pretty fat kid. Um, very active as well. Um, and all that began to change pretty much right after I turned four. Um, started um, sleeping real heavy, being really irritable, lethargic, pee a lot. Nothing's changed. You really keep... Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Rapid weight loss, all that. Um, uh, obviously, my mom... Call me fat. <laughs> no. We've been a fight on the Two Bucks <laughs> podcast. Um... <laughs> So, mom knew something was up. Um, my dad was like, nah, he's just growing. He's growing, boy. Homeboy just growing. Uh, so, mom takes me to the doctor. They run some tests. They're like, holy crap. Your blood sugar is like 600. This man, get this get this boy to the hospital. I wonder so, what the mystery surrounding this so is. So, I get, we're getting there. Um, the mystery is where did I get it? Like how how did this happen? This genetics? No, nah, there's some theories. There are some theories. Um, so yeah, 
I spent the next several days after that recuperating while my family and I were educated on how to adjust to my new life. Uh, so what happened here? First, we need to understand what type 1 diabetes is. Uh, it's an autoimmune disease which causes the pancreas to either uh, not make enough insulin, uh, which is a vital, vital, vital hormone, or uh, no insulin at all. Um, basically, your body attacks itself. Your body throws hands at itself. Um, unlike the other kind of diabetes, type 2, uh, there's no cure whatsoever, and it is usually diagnosed when the person is young. Uh, it's what's also called juvenile diabetes. Um, Hell yeah. Insulin replacement therapy uh, through shots or a pump for life is the treatment. Um, been doing that for about almost 17 years now. Ayo. 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 Uh, so yeah, my body quits making insulin. Uh, so what caused that to happen? Um, here are some theories. Here are some theories. Um, genetics, obviously, yeah. as you said. Uh, it's unclear what truly causes diabetes, uh, but genetics could play uh, a pretty good part in it. Um, my Polish great-grandmother had it and <laughs> actually passed away from it, which means that my father would have carried on the trait in his genes, just passed down to me, and it happened. Um, the next theory is Nazis. What? They were mad that my Polish grandmother came to oh, America <laughs> and decided to perform a magical spell that caused a curse for her bloodline. Now, these Nazis are done for some weird stuff, so I wouldn't put it past them. I was trying to turn out a movie about this. Oh, well, yeah. Other, I'm yeah, writing it right now. With all the other Nazi movies, like Nazis on the Moon and... What was the other Nazi zombies? And the Nazi zombie movie, or like Dead Snow. De yeah, was that the... <laughs> was, uh, was it in the past? I can't ever say it. Did you a little off pass Yeah, there? that one. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my next theory are the Russians. Um, same deal. We're all familiar with communism uh, and the Iron Curtain. Pretty much, uh, you know. Where was Poland in relation to the Iron Curtain? We were deep in it, dude. We were deep behind it. Uh, behind it? Yeah. Poland's at it. Yeah, we, we were taken over during that time. Let's see here. Basically, Poland has just mm. been captured and conquered and yeah, controlled. Yeah, you always have bad time. Yeah. That's uh, probably why my family got on the boat and yeah, got over. <laughs> um, but yeah, Russians, same deal. Everyone knows Russians have magical powers and they're a bunch of witches and, and, and all that. Um, communism is a thing. Um, another one, my pancreas is just lazy, just straight up didn't want to do its job. Yeah, that's so it is. went to go get some milk and never came back. Um my other one, which uh, to all of my people of faith listening, including Cal, I apologize, but I think this one's pretty funny. God just hates me. Um, he's yep. had it out for me since the day I was C-sectioned into this world and has been setting me up for failure every chance that he can get. If you keep it up, he will. <laughs> um, and to this day, uh, my pancreas yet to get its act together may never do so. Yeah, I'm just going to go with genetics case off. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say Nazis. I'm going to be a little... I'm going to say that there's a curse. I don't think and I'm going to go on. I'm going to go on a magic quest to I, Poland, and I'm going to meet someone who has my same last name and looks just like me. Oh, I don't, gonna, I don't think there's a mystery about it. And we're going to do a lot of drugs and, and get to the bottom of this. We'll find some bunker 
where there's like uh, you know there's like uh, alien you know like okay you remember in, in Civil War when they break into the super soldier thing and they're yeah. all in the tanks yeah. yeah there's gonna be a bunch of those with just diabetics and there's gonna be one head honcho that is just making diabetes and we're gonna get to the bottom of it we're gonna stop him and then our pancreas our pancreas are all gonna work no, that's that is my theory. I'm kind of disappointed that you didn't find this one as funny as I thought you would. I'm a little, why can't you make fun of my disability with me? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Please, humor is how I cope. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's I me mean, mysteries episode one. Because I picked up a medical um, journal before I. <laughs> I've made punnets square. <laughs> I've made punnets. Me too. Punnets square are fun. They are kind of fun. You know, maybe we should make some later. Um, for what? <laughs> Genetic splicing. Okay, G- Jennifer Aniston is our wife. And what? we have to do punnets squares to figure out our children's eye color. Is that what you did in school? Was it was like something like that? We would do, we would do hair color and eye color on punnets squares. Yeah, we definitely did eye color. And then we also like would do it with like compare like oh there's this mouse that has. Yeah. Black fur and a mouse. So we did like fur. we did we would do like jelly beans and so like, oh wait never mind that was well kind of but then we would do like wizards and stuff and then it goes into like the strong survive type thing yeah. survival with, with, with uh, natural selection jelly beans and stuff yeah it was a good time good time um, maybe that's our newest our next episode is science with Sam and Cal um, we promised you a part two I was too lazy to write one. So we are just going to Heck yeah. Google. Oh, we're ta- oh, this is the one we did. Okay. Yeah. And then if we're doing this today or tomorrow. Or um, next podcast, whatever. Okay, so we're just gonna do good old CNN because they have a whole timeline. Oh, they do? Yeah. Hell yeah. Um Okay. So, welcome back to Meme Mysteries Part Two. Um, this is the timeline of the Gabby Petito, Brian Laundry capade that has been going on since summer, I guess. Yeah, I guess the summer. It's been going on for a while, um, and it has been uh, re- the cases. I guess it's technically still open right now because they're trying to figure out. Oh yeah, it's um, open. But things have been crazy. But it's kind of been almost in a way solved, but not really. Well, they- they thought Brian did it. Everybody on the internet did. So it's really funny to see that, like, the whole internet is as invested as it is. Everybody thought, oh, shoot, Brian killed her. And then Brian wound up dead yesterday, every day before. So it's like, oh. <laughs> oh, how'd that get there? Yeah. It's like, oh, <laughs> no suspects now. No suspects. Or are there? I think there's two. There are two big suspects. Yeah. Um, Does it have when Dog entered the case? Because I think that's when everything shifted. Here's my theory that we'll get to in a second. Dog just straight up killed Brian. <laughs> and dumped his body. I think Dog killed Brian. No. And dumped his body. No. I really do. I really do. Put some. No, he's way too professional for this. <laughs> he's way too. Pro- the man. The what? How how old is Dog the Bounty Hunter? He's old. His. I I just love the people that like. There was people calling him fake or whatever. And he's he's apparently he's he's almost eight. seventy. Dang, he's still doing this. He was retired for a little bit. He came out of retirement for this case. He's put away like five thousand criminals. And we talked about last week hey, he went to Mexican prison just to He's also been to real prison. Yeah. He was involved in a he got charged with first degree murder, even though he didn't pull the trigger. He spent sixteen months in a, in prison. 
Now he can't go to the UK. I saw a TikTok on it, and then I looked it up. I wouldn't want to go to the UK either. Also, rest in peace, Beth Chapman. I don't know. I'll repeat. Oh, goodness. Um, oh, goodness. Oh, okay. All right. Um, you mean to tell me that this man right here... As he pulls up a do- picture of Dotted Pounding on, like, the, the Doctors or the Today Show. There you go. Wears his sunglasses on his eyebrows. That's not that bad. <laughs> All the things about his outfit, you pick the eyebrows. With a bleach blonde mullet that hasn't changed. It's almost looked like he's gotten more hair. Yeah. These two photos were taken. Um, we can, we, we can, uh, it just doesn't look professional. He is professional, though. Of all the, of all the criminals he's caught. <laughs> I don't know, man. We should probably actually give background on what the case is even about. <laughs> the Oakleys, bro. Man, those are cool. Those are sharp. What do you play, yeah, baseball? Those are sharp, man. <laughs> anyway. What are you talking about? All right. Oh, wait. I need to pull shut up. it down. I need to pull up Chrome for this one. All right. So, pussy in it. I don't want to buy an Audi. Um, all right. So, starting in June of 2021, mm-hmm. um, Gabby and Brian embark on a cross-country trip. Um, they plan to travel... In, um, so Petito was like a van life girl. She had like a, a Sprinter van that she lived out of. What? Why are you laughing? I, I just think those people are different breeds. I'd do it. I would not. Oh, I would for sure do it. <laughs> I like running water. <laughs> I feel like later in life, if I, if my pancreas worked, yeah, I would pull it into the wild. I would pull a Chris McCandless. Yeah, it would in the same way too. Bus isn't there anymore, okay? That was, like, yeah. that was a sad book. It's a sad book, and even uh, the book was sadder than the movie, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, I never watched the movie. No, it's not as good as the book. I wish there was more information, though. You know what I mean? I mean, there is a ton of information. Yeah, but like. He, a whole, he kept a whole journal. Well, he kind of. He wrote like one sentences. And killed a moose with a twenty-two, which is crazy that he did that because that's freaking insane. <laughs> that's that's a leap ball. That's a leap. That's ball insane. I don't think you understand how small a twenty-two is. I have one. I yeah, know. Yeah, to kill a freaking <laughs> moose, it's probably just a headshot. Even then, I don't think that would get through through the eye. Uh, he had know. to be like super yeah. marksman. You know, he had to be super close, which is scarier. Or he had to be firing. He'd and then to, reload and then fire again. He'd have to be about 10 feet away to kill a moose with a 22. It was definitely more than one shot. Uh, I hope so, because moose get mean. I mean, I would get mean too if I was a big animal and got, you yeah, know, moose tapped are, with a 22. I don't think you understand how dangerous moose are. Meese. <laughs> they are vicious. Anyway, back to Gabby. Anyway, Gabby. Uh, she had a white Ford Sprinter van. Um, nice. So they went to go travel to the West Coast. Ford. Um, visit national parks along the way. Um, and she was like a social media, like YouTuber. That's what I was wondering. I, Insta- I just heard something, but I didn't know if there was a... Instagram influencer. Um, and maintained regular contact with her um, folks on the way. Um, Did she get killed outside Yellowstone? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, I do have a segue then. And then, would you want to take that segue now? I mean, we can. I don't know. Because we're jumping from June to August here. When she's been found? Oh, this is when the altercation happened. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Brian was abusive, not a good relationship type thing, which is what made Brian suspect number one mm-hmm. whenever she found out dead. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, yeah, that's when she used the hand signal, wasn't it? The cop didn't pick up on it. Yeah, 
So, uh, for those of you who don't know, there is a hand signal that cops... It's law enforcement know it. Yeah. Or they're at least supposed to be trained on it. It's like what you hold your thumb. You hold your thumb in your fist, and it's supposed to let the officer or whoever's helping you know that you're in crisis. Yeah. Um, mostly in domestic abuse. Mostly, yeah, it's mostly a domestic abuse thing, and Gabby... There was body cam footage of her using, giving that, it, yeah. using that to an officer. I think the officer did realize what was going on, but nothing happened with it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so the two described in getting into a physical fight. Um, both reported that they are in love and engaged to be married and desperately didn't wish to see anyone charged with a crime. Um, so they kind of got left off the hook, let off the hook with that one. Yeah. Um, the officer describes her as confused and emotional at the time. Um, a quote from him, from Officer Daniel Robbins. Um, After evaluating the totality of circumstances, I do not believe the situation escalated to the level of domestic assault as much as that of a mental health crisis. That may have been why the son was not taken, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. not taken to the level that mm-hmm. most times it would be. Because if she did say that she didn't, you know, she they didn't want to file charges mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and if you just have somebody who's having a mental health crisis, they, you know, can wait to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Not the not the domestic abuse part, but using a sign like that in a situation where it may not call for it, mm-hmm. type thing. So, I don't know. I still think the police should have done something more about that situation but that makes sense at all are you your second one um no we'll wait till she died okay august 17th brian flies to tampa to see his family Um, (laughs) from salt lake um and flew home to obtain some items and empty and closed the storage unit to save money as they contemplated extending the road trip um on August 23rd. Oh my gosh, the guys playing basketball outside are being so loud. <laughs> They're balling. Holy crap. Um, he came back to Salt Lake on the 23rd uh, to rejoin with Gabby, quote unquote. Uh, to my knowledge, Brian and Gabby paid for the flights as they were sharing expenses, says the family attorney, uh, Stephen Bertolino. If, um, if your attorney is Italian, you're going to get away with anything. <laughs> uh, it's racial profiling. <laughs> How's that racial profiling? <laughs> They're white. No, 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 don't even pull that card. I don't, Do I need to cut that? Is that? No, I'm going to be a passport. I'm like, wait a minute. You're Polish, I guess. I'm Polish. Still, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Try to make a mob connection, are you? Huh? <laughs> Shh. Yeah, that's what I thought. Shh. <laughs> I meant by ass. You don't, you don't know uh, nothing, all right? You come to the I had an Uncle Tony, okay? You, you come to the day of my daughter's wedding. You come, to my, you come into my house on the day you of my, my daughter's wedding. wedding. <laughs> uh, what um, is uh, <laughs> <laughs> on August 27th, a Louisiana couple visiting or vacationing in Jackson, Wyoming, said they saw Petito and Laundry involved in a commotion as they were leaving the Mary Piglet's Tex-Mex restaurant. Uh, Nina, Nina Angelo, who was at the restaurant with her boyfriend, said Petito was in tears and Laundry was visibly angry, going in and out of the restaurant several times and showing anger towards the staff and the hostess stand. Uh, a restaurant manager told CNN she saw an incident at the restaurant August 27th, but declined to give her name or describe what happened, and said the restaurant did not have a surveillance video of the incident. Uh, basically, you can't really trust that source. 
um, but we will for this sake. And then in the final week of August, uh, Gabby's family said that they um, that was the last time they had contact with Gabby. Um, they believed that they were in Grand Teton or Teton yep. uh, National Park in Wyoming. Um, the Petito family attorney, Richard Stafford, said that the family's last communication with Petito was August 30th, but they do not believe the message they received was from her. So it's very possible that Brian sent a text message on her phone. Yeah. Um, Stafford shares a timeline of the events on September 17th, as the family knows it. On August 24th, Petito FaceTimes with her mom, tells her she's leaving Utah and going to Wyoming. Uh, on the 25th, there are multiple texts between her and Gabby. The young woman's family believes that she is in Wyoming. Um, on August 27th, there are more texts between Gabby and her mom, during which her family believes that she remains in Wyoming. On August 30th, her family receives their last text. They doubt that she wrote that text. Uh, the message read, no service in Yosemite. I don't think that's true either. What do you mean? I'm pretty sure there is service in Yosemite. I doubt there's service in some parts. Well, yeah, but I feel like in most of it, there is. Probably. It's a national park. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll put a Wi-Fi tower in there. <laughs> Probably. Um, also in September, a woman publicly claimed that she and her boyfriend gave Laundry a ride um, on August 29th in Wyoming. Laundry claimed he'd been camping by himself for multiple days while Petito was at their van working on social media posts. So you're gonna you're gonna tell me that that Gabby's just sitting in her van this whole time working on Instagram posts for several days. Uh, it doesn't take that long to write a social copy for an Instagram post. I mean, I don't know. You're a social media influencer. I guess, but well, even... Um, no, I just mean that there, you could put in a... Well, in, there could be a lot of work that goes into it. And I, it, it, she may not want to go with him, too. You know what I mean? That's true. Um, you could be emailing companies and getting, you know... And supporters and stuff like that not supporters uh sponsors yeah stuff like that i don't know and it seemed like laundry was agitated to find out that the two people in the car giving him the ride were boyfriend and girlfriend so he made them stop he got out near jackson dam and walked away uh baker said that she spoke to law enforcement about the interaction northport police confirmed to cnn baker spoke with the department before posting the videos on TikTok. Oh, so she posted those interactions on TikTok. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, I think that's why it's picked up so much attention. Yeah. Her account is plausible. It appears Northport Police spokesperson Josh Taylor said CNN has not been able to independently verify Baker's claims. Additionally, Norma Jean Jalovich, a seasonal Wyoming resident, told CNN she picked up laundry not far from Jackson Lake Dam on August 29th and gave him a ride to Spread Creek dispersed camping area where Petito's remains were later found. Yeah. Um, he, Laundry told her that he and his fiance had a travel blog. She was in their van at the camping area working on the blog, and he had been hiking along the Snake River embankment for a few days. Um, Jalovich said she later provided the FBI with that information. September 1st, Laundry returns to Northport home. I'm gonna cut in. Okay. Since we've got, uh, we've got to part where she died. Mm -hmm. uh, let's talk about Wyoming for a second. A uh, cool thing about uh, Yellowstone and Wyoming is that there's an area called the Zone of Death. <laughs> Why is it called the Zone of Death? 
because it is a massive murder loophole. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. Um, if person A kills person B, all right, person A evokes his right under the Sixth Amendment to a jury composed of people from the state where the murder was committed. Okay. So in Yellowstone, there's a 50-mile square area that is not in Wyoming and it's actually in Idaho. It's under Yellowstone National Park, but it's a 50 square miles in Idaho. Hmm. Right? So if person A kills person B in Idaho and they invoke this Sixth Amendment mm-hmm. that they want a jury composed of people from the state where the murder was committed, mm-hmm. Idaho, mm-hmm. and from the federal district where, district where it was committed. Mm-hmm. The thing is, the district of Wyoming has purview over all of Yellowstone, even the parts in Montana and Idaho. Really? So, if person A has a right to a jury composed of entirety of people living in both Idaho and the district of Wyoming, that is, people living in this Idaho part of Yellowstone, no one lives in the Idaho part of Yellowstone, and a jury cannot be formed, and person A walks free. So, a lot of people on TikTok and social media were saying that Brian killed her in this kill zone. And even if he was convicted, or if he was caught, and they have evidence he did it, he would basically walk free because they cannot form a jury in this part of Yellowstone. Also, I'm not responsible for any actions that come from that information I just gave y'all. Oh, my gosh. Thanks thanks for that, Cal. Yeah, you're welcome. Also, Congress has tried to fix it, but they can't. They they literally said they're too busy with other things that they can't fix this right now. Mm -hmm. So it's a massive loophole that just exists in Yellowstone and Wyoming. So there you go. Anyway, let's go on with the timeline. So here's the ban. Yeah. He goes home September 1st. To his um, parents. It's a key detail. According to an affidavit attached to the search to a search warrant request, search warrant request, a license plate reader shows the vehicle exited Interstate 75 into Northport at 10.26 a.m. Eastern Time. The vehicle... Petito and Laundry had been traveling and was later recovered by police at the home. It was processed, and there was some material in there authorities will be going through. Um, obviously went through already. September 6th, uh, the Laundry family goes to a campground about 75 miles away from their home in early September. Berta, Brian's mother, was checked in at a waterfront site at Fort DeSoto Campground. On September 6th through September 8th, um, according to a Pinellas County... Um, Parks, campground, check-in report. Oh, that's a freaking mouthful. Wow. Um, the laundries were at the campground for a whole day, left altogether, that the attorney told CNN, which I think is a load of malarkey. Um, I don't trust that family. I think it killed Brian. I 100% think parents did it. On 9-11, after not being able to get in touch with her, uh, obviously Gabby's family here, um, live in New York, by the way. Um, they report her missing. Um, Northport authorities... Uh, sorry, my vision's kind of blurry from my contacts. Um, they go to Laundry's home that night and ask to speak to him and his family, but we were essentially handed the information for their attorney, um, is what the police spokesperson said, um, and that was the extent of their conversation with them. Yeah. Um, in a letter read by the Petito family on September 16th, uh, the attorney at a news briefing held by police, the missing woman's family begs for Laundry's family to help in the investigation. Please, if you or your family have any decency left, please tell us where Gabby is located. Tell us if we're even looking in the right places. All we want is for Gabby to come home. Tell us make that happen. He says Petito's family reached out to Laundry's family 
earlier in the month for information on Petito's whereabouts, but his family refused to answer. We haven't been able to sleep or eat, and our lives are falling apart. September 17th, um, Laundry's family requests the police to come to their home. Are they sure they haven't seen Brian since September 14th? Yeah. Um, Brian went MIA. Brian went AWOL. He he disappeared. Once he disappeared on the 14th, he hasn't been seen until his body was found yesterday. Exactly. Like he over a month. Yeah, he disappeared, which is why dog the bounty insert dog <laughs> insert dog <laughs> insert dog <laughs> the <laughs> bounty hunter. I don't know. If they I don't know if CNN mentioned the most important part of this case, but dog enters the chase. He hasn't been entered yet. Yeah, I don't know if they will mention him but dog entered the case and apparently he's not in this article at all what is crap news then (laughs) but anyway dog the bounty hunter apparently did find him but wasn't he saying hawaii or something no dog was in hawaii dog was i thought he found him in hawaii no he came out of retirement yeah i know that part but dog found brian alive apparently and he 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 got a plane what was the message? Oh, hold on. Dog the bounty hunter. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, dog apparently finds Brian, and then Brian and dog flies a plane with a banner that says Aloha, Aloha Brian Wandry from Dog. <laughs> So I, I definitely think Dog found him. I don't know where. I don't know if he said where. I think Dog found him. But then also people, they had a drone footage of Brian's parents' backyard when they were working on the flower bed. And a lot of people said they can see a hand come up from the flower bed. Which they believe that it was an old uh, missile, like a yeah. n- nuclear missile bunker. His parents are placed in Florida. Miles from Cuba. Yeah, Cuban Missile Crisis. A lot of these how old houses have bunkers under backyards so they think his parents put a garden bed our bed over the hatch and his hand went up and they're like oh, oh, oh. um yeah brian dog apparently found brian and then brian shows up dead yesterday or day before um yeah so i'm 100 with you i think the parents i think the parents didn't like gabby had Gabby killed, they, were, they did it or told Brian to do it. Mm-hmm. And then whenever everybody started pointing at Brian, the parents killed Brian. Because it's kind of weird. They find Brian's body in the place they've been searching the entire time. Just oh, all of a sudden. Chris Cuomo. Chris Cuomo talked to... Talked to the police representative. We've been trying to all week to talk to his family, to talk to Brian, and now they've called us here on Friday. We've gone to his home, and they're saying now they haven't seen their son. What I think is cat. It's another twist on the story. Bertolino, the laundry family attorney, tells CNN, the whereabouts of Brian Laundry are currently unknown. The FBI is currently at the laundry residence, removing property to assist in locating Brian. As of now, the FBI is looking for both Gabby and Brian. Um, local authorities kick off a search for the 20... He's, he's 23, so he's two years older. He's like two three years, two or three years older than us. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. In October, Laundry Family Attorney told CNN upon further communication with the FBI, the parents now believe that Brian left to hike on September 13th, not the 14th. Uh, 
also, if you can hear our lovely <laughs> basketball neighbors, they are balling. They're balling right out. Uh, the laundries were basing the date Brian left on their recollection of certain events. So that's just, that. Just is his parents are liars, man. That's a fancy way of saying cap. I 100% think the player of those those parents are lying about something. I think they did it. <laughs> There's no way. You think they did it? Who else would have a motive in this? What? Who? We're getting, we're getting there. Um, I mean, social media stalker. On the 18th, the police conduct a search for laundry at the Carlton Reserve, which is a nature area with more than 80 miles of hiking trails, roughly 50 law enforcement officers, and five local agencies. Meanwhile, the FBI announces um, that the agency and its partners, <coughs> Dog the Bounty Hunter, are <laughs> conducting ground surveys in the national park. Um, I just love how big of a thing it was when Dog entered. Like on everyone dog. was like, oh, like, oh no. <laughs> dog coming out of retirement. In Hawaii. That's how big of a deal it is. He came He's out sipping with, a margin on the beach in Hawaii. Hawaii. He's at a luau yeah. against the phone call. Dog, we need you. <laughs> it was Hawaii, and he came out of it for this. So that's a, you know it's a big deal at that point. He gets a phone call from Brian Laundry. Brian's like, come and find me. It's <laughs> like Zodiac up. Killer. Yeah. And then Dog is like, and by the way, we're not trying to make light of this. Um, I think we we can all stand here and believe that, and kind of all like mutually believe that Brian Wander is a horrible human being. If you take out the possible murder, no, I'm saying that he is a horrible person. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, is that he was a horrible person? Even yeah, if he he was abusive. Think, yeah, that's so what I mean. all the jokes. I, I, I was saying that like. Even if you take out that he's a, perp- a suspected murderer, he was still abusive, as I was getting at. So he's still a horrible human being. All of the jokes that I am going to make are at Brian. He had it coming. For being such a horrible human being. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So they're conducting ground surveys in the Tetons. Um, the National Park is where Petito is believed to have been before her last communication with her family. And on the 19th, they discovered um, a consistent with a description of Petito um, human remains. Yeah. Uh, full forensic identification has not been completed to confirm 100% that we found Gabby, but her family has been notified of this discovery. Um, and on the 20th, the uh, laundry parents are questioned by the FBI. Um, they are escort- escorted from their home and return after federal agents executed a search warrant. Um, you said executed. I ears picked up I was like yeah. <laughs> um, so we gunned down in the street <laughs> police say they have exhausted search avenues <clears throat> not dog not dog maybe this is where dog comes in um, after they're not the, gonna give him credit the feds get tired they're not gonna give him the credit he deserves they said who is better the bounty hunter <laughs> dog dog <laughs> uh, the Teton County Coroner confirms the human remains found in Bridge of Teton National Forest are those of Gabby Petito. Cause of death remains pending. Um, as of September 21st... What the heck are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. Screen. Oh. Um, September 23rd... I um, think I have ADD. <laughs> I, me too. Uh, <laughs> um, while authorities I'm continue... Listening. I just have to do something with my hands. Ooh, on the 23rd... This is where it starts to up a little bit. No. <laughs> His dog here yet? <laughs> no. Um, authorities, um, the U.S. District Court of Wyoming issues a federal arrest warrant for Brian Laundry. 
warrant was issued uh, pursuant to a federal grand jury indictment for the use of unauthorized devices related to Laundrie's activities after Petito's death. While this warrant allows law enforcement to arrest Mr. Laundrie, the FBI and our partners across the country continue to investigate the facts and circumstances of Ms. Petito's homicide, Special Agent in Charge Michael Schneider says. Uh, we urge individuals with the knowledge of Mr. Laundrie's role in this matter or his current whereabouts to contact the FBI. It still blows me away that he's still missing at this point. He's been gone for 10 days as of right now. Yeah. Um, With all this heat on you, you can just disappear like that. Laundry is suspected of using a debit card and PIN for accounts that do not belong to him for charges of more than $1,000 between sometime in August 30th and September 1st. So fraud is what they're trying to get him on. Um... After a detailed investigation by forensic pathologists, anthropologists, and local law enforcement with the assistance of the FBI, Petito's cause of death was determined to be strangulation. So as of right now, Brian Laundrie strangled his girlfriend in Wyoming. Supposedly. Supposedly. And bailed. This stuff is crazy. Him dying throws a whole other curve in all this. By Wyoming law, no other information apart from the manner and cause of death will be released about the autopsy. Um, the coroner says that Petito's body was outside in the wilderness for about three to four weeks before being found. Now, I'm not going to Google how long it takes for a human body to decompose because I don't want to get watched by the FBI. I think I think she can still be identifiable. Yes, but that brings me to my that that will bring us to our point when we get to October 21st. Um, Go ahead. He's still Brian's still missing at this point. Um, they haven't like placed him as the suspect yet. Everybody um, on the internet has. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was on October twelfth. Yeah. Flash forward eight days. Mm-hmm. October twentieth, weeks into the search for laundry at the Florida's Carlton Reserve, investigators found what appear to be human remains, along with personal items, including a backpack and a notebook belonging to Brian Laundry. FBI Tampa Division Special Agent in Charge Michael McPherson announced in an evening news conference on the 20th the items were found in an area that has been underwater until recently. He's in the mud. Mm. Um, he said, I didn't know that part. He said, I know you have a lot of questions, but we don't have all the answers yet. Um, earlier in the day, Laundry family attorney said some articles belonging to Laundry were found off trail he frequented at Mayakahatchee Creek Environmental Park, a site connected to the Carlton Reserve. Hmm. With hmm. that piece of information, that makes it seem like Brian's been dead for a while. Hmm. Oh. See what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Laundry's parents He may not have been hiding for that long. I think he's Oh my been, god. I, I think his parents killed him. What if the hand in the in the flower bed was him dead? Then him moving. They buried him in the garden, the flower bed before they moved him. Or it wasn't even a hand at all. Yeah. And it was just digitally altered or the way the dirt looked. Yeah, that's right. But (laughs) Laundry's Laundry's family informed FBI in Northport um, that the night prior they were intended to come to the park to search for laundry. So they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to help. We're going to help. That's a red flag to me. Like, I'm sorry. I don't think any reasonable parent... Because they don't know Brian's dead. They don't seem choked up about it at all. Yeah. If you're, if Have you ever seen well, them I mean, be interviewed and then be like, Oh, Brian! Well, I mean, like, well, oh my, these investigate. Whenever they have big manhunts, parents will be there. 
but they're never out looking. Like the police are like they always, don't want to find that. Yeah, police are always sure to keep them like at up. arm's length. Yeah. Well, they're always normally like up at the starting point with the other, with police and fire. Mm-hmm. So, like they're normally never the ones out looking, especially in a case like this. Like if like if they like. I don't know. I think that's a bad procedure because with what we know now with how they could be suspects, they could easily find the body and not tell anybody. I don't know. That's it, it nah, that's shady. Um I don't trust his parents. Earlier in the day on the twentieth, they met up with law enforcement, the laundry parents, for a brief, like a very quick search. At their house? of the Carlton Reserve. Oh, oh. Um, Sarasota County Medical Examiner and a cadaver dog were called into the Carlton Reserve area. What's a cadaver dog? It's a dog that sniffs for dead bodies. It's like oh. a drug dog for dead bodies. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Hope I never need that. And then, on October 21st, so yesterday, as of the time we're recording this, the FBI, the FBI announces that a comparison of dental records confirmed the human remains found a day earlier were those of Brian Laundrie. Um, earlier Thursday, Taylor, the police spokesperson, tells CNN what authorities found were skeletal remains as well as clothing believed to have belonged to laundry. It's consistent with what he was believed to be wearing. Mm. Um, a source of knowledge the investigation also tells CNN's Randy Kay that the notebook discovered among other belongings is possibly salvageable. Mm. Mm. So, that being said... Uh, an hour and 13 minutes into this show. If they can salvage anything on that notebook. Who did it? Yeah. Who did it? His parents. Well, because I, mm, I don't know. Brian may have killed Gabby still. I think he did. But. And that's not me being like, Brian's a horrible person. He's a horrible person. But he, I'm not saying that just because I hate him that he's the one that did it. He's the most obvious suspect. Yeah. Because they were in their van up by the river. Unless he gets strangled, or unless she got strangled by some, like, random person in the Tetons, and then Brian finds her and panics. Yeah, that could be it. Too. Well, that could be it. But. I, 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 agree. I think he did it. All of his behavior leading up to this point. Excuse me. Huh, gives it away. Mm-hmm. So, but it's also the fact that he was dead for a while too. He's decomposed. Yeah, that throws us all out. I don't know. I like I said, I don't. That throws do a this. massive loop into it. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's no longer oh he killed her and's been hiding. It's oh he killed her and then somebody killed him. So I don't know. Unless maybe somebody like went into the van, got Gabby. And then they were trying to get Brian and chased him down, but it was after he had contacted. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That stuff's crazy. I think the parents are number one suspect, though. Parents did it, or Brian, or not Brian did it. Um, okay, sorry about that. We just had um, our lovely maintenance guy, Garrett, come and fix some stuff for us. Shout out to Garrett. Um, I believe we were talking about... I got no clue. <laughs> uh, I believe we were talking about who killed him. And our theories are obviously the parents. Our final. Um, Garrett brought up a good point. He knew he was screwed. So maybe he took it upon himself. Get out in the woods. Yeah. But we won't know for a while. No. I think he would notice 
he killed himself, they would know by the remains. Well, I get the well because you still have to do the autopsy on the remains. Yeah, I don't know. That crazy stuff. We're about to find out though. Got a feeling in the next couple days. Yeah. Yeah. They just the autopsy or whatever basically just confirmed that family lawyer said that that's Brian's remains they just found. Mm-hmm. So I imagine there's gonna be a lot more now. Oh, for sure. Uh, it's gonna get busted open. For sure. Um. So yeah, that's me mysteries, I guess. Crackle barrel. Yeah. We'll never know. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Um. That stuff's crazy. Happens all the time. Still, too. still no word on dog. He found Brian. He said he's right there. <laughs> maybe, maybe, you know, it's gonna be kind of crappy if uh, Brian and Gabby are being hunted by somebody, by like the mob or something, and they, Brian, you know, like watch them kill Gabby and he's trying to leave. <laughs> Dog is it's like, hey, yo, he's right here, he's right here. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, hope not, but. That's that. Um, did you have any TikTok you wanted to talk about? Or would you yes. Wanna... Yeah? Yes. All right. All right. The infamous TikTok intro in three, two. It just called. Did you just miss a call? Yeah, but it's not very important, I don't think. Thorn, Oklahoma. So. I don't know where that is. I don't either, so it's probably not important. All right. TikTok, Cal. Um, we'll, we'll start off strong with the Daredevil dog. You've seen that? Of course, I've been seeing it too. That's just really funny. People saying super cringy stuff. The dog wearing a little daredevil mask. That's how they felt. That's an old thing. <laughs> it's so funny, though. Also, the one that is my last one. Oh, yeah, too. The one that has covered my For You page. The Immortal Snail Debate. The Immortal Snail. I wanted to talk about this the hi- The biggest hypothetical our generation has ever seen that makes Socrates look like a chump. So what is it? You, you become a billionaire. All right. Here's the deal. You, if you push the button, you $10 million and you're immortal, right? But there is an immortal snail that is always chasing you. At a snail's pace, nothing special. At a snail's pace, always chasing you. And if he touches you, you die. And it's been so funny on TikTok because people—it's <laughs> all been I've like, seen them. Yeah, I go to, I finally found, I just remember, it's like I finally found an immortal wife. Yeah, and then it turns out to be the snail. It's all so funny. It's also funny because it's like me in. 5,000 to the 10th power to the 100th on Uranus's moon as the world crumbles to an end because the sun explodes and I realize that me and the snail's two purposes are each other. Like it's always people embracing death because they went for so long. And it's like... Gosh. And it's all, and they're all like, I, I realize after all this time I denial, denied the snail its one true purpose in life. So, but if the snail's still on Earth, when it explodes, does that take away your immortality or did you win? No, the snail follows you. The snail can't die until it touches you is what general consensus is. Like when you touch each other, you both die. That's your, your purposes are intertwined together. Your fates are combined. So like if you go in a so rock, it's like a force link thing like Ray and Kylo yeah. Ren. <laughs> if you go to space, that snail is getting on a spaceship and he will chase you one day. I mean, it's on a snail's pace is the big deal. So they're like, they're like, it, it's like if you go to work one day and then you come home, you'll be fine. But you go to work the next day 
you better watch yourself because Snail could be there at that point. But they're also like, how pissed off does Snail get whenever it almost gets you to just change directions? <laughs> I was about to say, you come back home, the Snail is you in your leave. house. You just leave. <laughs> you just leave and go somewhere else. But they were talking about how, like, some people would trap it in a jar. <laughs> this is a, Brian, you can't leave me. Brian, <laughs> no. And it's a, it's like just that sound. Yeah. And then it's like me breaking the glass to let the snail free as the stone explodes. Because, like, you would survive it. but And it's like the Omni-Man quote. It's like, you're fighting for everyone around you to die. And it's because it's like, as I trapped a snail and he tries to make me feel bad, it's like, you're sure everyone around you will die. <laughs> you fool. It just starts talking to you. Yeah. Okay, so what would be your... I would do it for a little bit. What would be your plan of action? i just keep traveling. I would I would get the snail, follow me all the way to like New York, and I'd catch a plane to California. <laughs> Because somebody calculated how much, how fast the snail could go. So you would have like, you would probably have years before snail would even get to like Kansas. Some girl did the math on From New York to California. How fast can the snail go? <laughs> some, some girl did on the Reddit did all the math for it. <clears throat> assuming a typical garden snail travels at 0. .029 miles per hour, and yeah. assuming you're going from Los Angeles to New York City, 2,451 miles, it would take the snail 9.6 years to get from one side to the other. See, that's what I mean. So you would only have 10 years. That's still a long time. I mean, you think about it, you, you can still get a lot done. Yeah. Yeah. Just checking the news. And you also got ten million dollars, so you just keep leaving. It follows you to Washington, going to Texas. No, f it, snail. And then you blow all that money. You put it half of it in stocks and keep that money. <laughs> Dogecoin. You gotta. I mean, I don't know. Some people also took it like you have infinite money. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or I mean, if you're immortal, you'll make money. You'll make money. So I could do it for a little bit. A lot of people, I do think they have a good point though, where it's like when you're on your third, <laughs> there's a girl, she was like, well, I, she's like, me as I look at my 56th true love and, and my 300th grandkid. Jeez. I was like, yeah, at that point, I would probably look, I would be, I would give the snail fist bump, be like, yo. Oh, me too. People are also using the battlefield trailer with the two soldiers. Yeah. It's like being a snail after we all catch up with each other. I've seen that one. It's like, or me and the snail become great friends and we travel the universe together because <laughs> they're the only two left or something like that. <clears throat> There's a, I, I, it's so funny. Socrates can never. No. Um, anyway. I feel like I would go, I'd fly to one. Hmm. Somebody. Hmm. One of the TED Talks was like me laughing as I get the electric chair, <laughs> knowing that it won't kill me. And then it's, I see the snail enter the room, <laughs> and the guy starts freaking out. <clears throat> are you looking at, where are you going? Russia. Okay. Why Russia? <laughs> it's 5,000 miles. I mean, go somewhere nice. 646 times, 63. Yeah. I can't admit it. take a long time. <laughs> but then you can just fly right back and be like, all right. That's another thing, too, is that snail may hit your ride on a plane. You don't know it. So you could grossly overestimate how much time you got. It jumps on the plane that you're on. Yeah, that's, and then you're trapped. 
uh, you like you climb over some seats and hold your own for a little bit. Well, then the flight attendant's like, dude, sir, sit down. But then you're like, like And then the, the woman's like, this snail's harmless, and the snail pulls out a gun. <laughs> like, they, they never specified how the snail was going to kill you. <laughs> the snail pulls out a giant rocket launcher. There was like one, and it was like... Is it terrifying? No. I don't think so. <laughs> dead. There was like a news article about how... Because one of the theories is that I'm going to put the snail in a tungsten orb and bury it. <laughs> just leave it because the snail's immortal too but it's trapped in that orb and it's somebody there's like a news article where scientists found this massive tungsten orb and there's like somewhere don't open it <laughs> like somewhere there's a really old guy sweating right now <laughs> Uh, but yeah, because that was another thing. Is like people were drawing like pictures of a snail in a spaceship. It's like it's in, or Rooster Teeth was the one that made this hypothetical. Yeah, I've, li- I've listened to that that little bit. Yeah, now they were talking about why they would hire somebody to watch the snail, but then you gotta be worried if the snail killed the guy. He just put up a photo of himself on the camera. <laughs> Oh, it, it's been so much fun. Also, uh, as of late, I've been a lot of Chuck E. Cheese TikTok. Oh, yeah. The mascot is Charles, mm-hmm. Mr. Charles Entertainment Cheese. <clears throat> Another one I've been getting is, uh, who's this guy? Hi, Pops. Oh, from regular show? Pops. <laughs> Give me some sugar. Yes! I love regular show. <laughs> um, it's so good. And then after our most recent episode... Armadillas keep digging little holes in my backyard. Oh, classic. Such a good one. That's all I got, though. That's all I got, too. Penalty box. Penalty box. Let's get it. We're sitting at an hour 25 right now. This is probably going to be an hour. It's going to be a long one. Yeah. I was sweating a little bit at the end of Mean Mysteries 1 when we are at, like, 30 minutes. I was like, oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I think that's where we've gone so long. Yeah. All right. Cal, I have no notes on sports. Let's hear it. All right. Uh, more football expansion. As the All-American Conference said, we are not going down without a fight and have added six teams into their conference. Uh, that's six meaning Charlotte, Florida Atlantic University, North Texas, Rice, UAB, and UTSA. Um, teams are all expected to begin playing 2023 will bring the conference total to 14 teams. That's bigger than the SEC Big Ten. <clears throat> and it's basically killing – well, at the time I wrote this, I put it, it's going to kill the CUSA conference, who now is now left with six teams. However, today, um, the Sun Belt is also expanding. And the Sun Belt announced that they are adding Southern Miss from the CUSA today. Old Dominion, Marshall, James Madison are all expected to join the Sun Belt but haven't formally applied yet. And now that the CUSA is now down to five schools, Liberty is no longer interested. And it looks like the CUSA is going to be the first conference to be dissolved by all the, the expansions going on. Which, yeah. I mean, it happens. It's happened in the past before, but sad day. <clears throat> um. G- I mean, the All-American is just trying to replace those three breadwinners um, in Houston, Cincinnati, and UCF. They're trying to capitalize on all these Texas schools to try and maintain all that money flow. Um, really, UTSA and Florida Atlantic were really the only UAB. 
they were really the only decent football programs <clears throat> getting picked in UTSA. That's a good move for them. Currently undefeated, going to get some bigger, better competition in the All-American. Um, Sunbelt also kind of dog-eat-dog. They're killed to see us at UCSA, or it's going to be the Sunbelt next. So uh, good for them, I guess. Yeah. Um, not like Cowboy football. Should we talk about Gundy's That's all I had extension? First, yeah. yeah. Um, announced today that Mike Gundy messed around and earned himself a five-year contract extension on top of his already five-year contract extension. So it's, what, 10 years, or is it just the same same thing? I got a text from 11113000. Hi, it's AT&T. Doubt it. <laughs> Cap. <laughs> Cap. Uh, um, what did you say? Sorry. That's so nice. is it a 10-year contract now, or is it just the same five-year contract just redone? Was it, when did you get that five-year? Was it a couple years? Oh, so I guess it's not a full 10 years. So. No, it's... You got it, like, three years ago. So he's got two years. So it's like seven years in total. Seven years on his contract now. Uh, OSU FL director Chad Weiberg had a lot of good things to say. Encourage y'all to go read his statement on it. Um, last year, at the end of last year, Lord said absolutely not. Oh, for sure. But I think Gundy has really earned it this year. I really like that move. I think it's a good extension. We're starting off 6-0 and with three straight wins over top 25 opponents, which we've never done before. And nobody expected us to be 6-0 and going into the season, especially at this point. And I think Gundy has gotten his swagger back. Um, <laughs> last few years, Gundy hasn't shown any emotion on the field, and that's what he was known for as a player and as a new coach. But if you look at him now, I think it's completely different. I mean, he was breakdancing after the Texas win, <laughs> and those players are absolutely loving it, and those players are buying it in immediately. Also, with all these changes coming to the Big 12 and really just coaches moving all across the nation, I think locking them down and having a first-year good head coach will lead to further success in this new Big 12 with all these teams coming in. And also, Texas and OU weaving. So Big 12 is open for the taking. I think not having to worry about head coach is going to be a good idea. So, it's a good move. Excited about it. Hopefully, this isn't just a lucky year and we continue to improve after this year. Yeah. Um, speaking of, you want to go into games now? Let's do some games. Number 12, Oklahoma State versus number 25, Texas. Uh, Cowboys getting it done after a big half. Big second half for a massive comfort behind win, 32-24. to 24. Uh, Cowboys getting it done in Austin and showing everyone that this Cowboy team is legit and that Bedlam may have a lot more on the line than just bragging rights. Um, <clears throat> that first half was really ugly from that, our offense. Um, our offense wasted a lot of good field position that the defense got for them, but seemed to figure it out in the second half with an offense that was actually pretty exciting to watch. Uh, I'm honestly convinced Mike Gundy started calling plays in the second half, and I think Casey Dunn may be in the hot seat after a lackluster start to the Cowboys offense. You think? Yeah, big time. I it, Whoever was calling the plays in the first half needs to stop calling plays. I think it was done. This whole year, our offense has not made good play calls, I feel like. So, I think Dunn's on the hot seat, or he may have figured it out, but we better figure it out soon before Iowa State. <laughs> um, another up-and-down game from Sanders, 19-32, 178 yards, one touchdown, one reception, one rushing touchdown. Uh, Warren had a massive game, though, 33 attempts, 193 rushing yards. 
um, the analysts on all these programs are saying that Sanders is going to be their Achilles heel or what elevates us if we're going to compete for a title in the Big 12 and nationally. And I agree. Um, we need more K-State Sanders, which, as it looks out, it's like everybody's having a good passing game against K-State. But we need a lot more of that from him, and we just need him to kind of settle down and keep the turnovers to the minimum. And I'm not I'm not blaming him for throwing because I think that goes into play calling, and I think our play calling has not been good enough to where they can open up throws. No, so, not at all. I agree with that one. Um, <clears throat> defense was a real starter show, though, holding Texas to one yard in the fourth quarter. Yeah. One singular one, yard. singular yard. <laughs> in the fourth quarter, a whole 15 minutes. <laughs> Insane, especially when Texas Longer than 15 minutes. Is it, are they? No, the, the, it's technically 15 minutes with timeouts. Oh, yeah. Resetting yeah. the ball. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, the defense has been a lot of national attention, and for good reason, rightfully so. Uh, freshman Colin Oliver also gaining a lot of attention after being named to the midseason freshman All-American team. He's had quite a few big games this last couple of weeks. Um, Oshie moves up to number eight in the AP Bulls ahead of a matchup with the Iowa State. Oshie's opening up as a seven-point underdog. Um, it's at Ames, and I think it's because it's giving everyone massive 2011 vibes. We're going 6-0 going into the Iowa State matchup in 2011. Just get through Iowa State and you win the national championship top deal. Uh, they ruined it for us then, and I'm kind of hoping they don't do it again now. So, we'll see. Um, few other games of interest, I guess. We'll call it that. <laughs> uh, number 18, Arizona State versus Utah. Utah upset Arizona State 35-21 as the Pac-12 continues to kill each other and ruin the Pac-12's cultural playoff hopes. Uh, number 13, Ole Miss versus Tennessee. That was a good one. That was fun. Uh, Fines. Fines, yeah. Uh, Lane Kiffin returning in Knoxville and getting a win against the Wolves 31-26. Uh, Tennessee also proving to be the best fans in the nation after a controversial fourth down spot, uh, causing Tennessee fans... Was a 20-minute delay as the student section was kicked out of the game uh, due to them and everyone else throwing trash onto the field, including golf ball that hit Lane Kiffin. That was hilarious. That was really funny. He held on to it, too. Uh, State Classy Tennessee and Old Moose old Miss moves up to number 12 in the nation. Also, even in the Big 12, number four, OU versus TCU. <laughs> um, OU winning that one 52-31. Uh, hey, Cal. Yeah. Who was their starter quarterback for that game? Uh, OU starter Cable Williams at Rattler officially gets benched for the whole game. Love to see it. And Cable Williams having an amazing game as well. Uh, 18-23, 295 yards, four touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Also feel bad for TCU's quarterback Max Duggan as he had an amazing game and he did. still lose by 20 points. Uh, Duggan, 20-30, 346 yards and four touchdowns. Took a ball out 20 by OU's. Not a fun time. But great game for both those quarterbacks. Uh, OU moves up to number three in the nation now. And I'm worried that TCU may be a trap game for us in the coming season or coming weeks. Um, Go down south. Uh, number one, Georgia versus number 11, Kentucky. Uh, Georgia winning that one 30-13. 
Um, that Georgia defense proves to be one of the best in the nation's, even though some good quarterback play from uh, Kentucky with Levis being 32 of 42, 192 yards and two touchdowns. But the mailman Bennett for Georgia having a better, slightly better game, 14 20, 250 yards, three touchdowns. Georgia stays at number one in the nation, rightfully so. Kentucky falls at number 15. And a little preview of the new look Big 12 as BYU gets the welcome to the Big 12 moment as the number 19 BYU Cougars went to Waco to face the Baylor Bears. Uh, Baylor putting the herd on BYU 38-24. to um, Yeah, Baylor really showed out with their run game with Smith having 188 yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> Um, I think that'll be a good. It was. I did not. I thought it was incredibly weird that they were playing each other in the middle of the season like that. It was a little odd. I did not know that was happening. Um, but Baylor getting upset and joining the top twenty-five at number twenty. Uh, Baylor being a surprising team this season as their one loss still coming from us. Um, but that's it. They've been putting hurt on everybody else. Probably the biggest upset <laughs> of the week as number two Iowa versus unranked Purdue. Ooh. As Purdue wins 24-7. to um, I don't know what is Purdue, but they like those number two teams. Um, they upset Ohio State when they were number two a few years back. Ruined Ohio State's call field playoff chances with that win. Um, Hawkeyes need to figure out their quarterback situation fast. That was rough. As Petras threw four interceptions. Uh, a lot of reviews for that game were saying that Iowa is a team that relies a lot on their defensive superiority. They make defensive touchdowns. That's what they're known for. Hold the other team to less than 10 points and just hope your offense scores 13. Iowa's defense was not there that game, and they got exposed by Purdue as O'Connell, the quarterback for the Boilmakers, went 30-40, and 40, 375 yards, and two touchdowns. Yikes. Not good for the Iowa Hawkeyes as they fall, fall, fall to number 11. And Purdue joins at number 25. Um, Some crazy things going on in Baton Rouge. Dude. Dude. As, Let me learn you something, dude. That's a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. I love his recipes. Um, number 24 that took on the unranked LSU Tigers. And LSU getting the win 49-42. to but the main news coming out of that game is that Coach O is out at LSU after that game, uh, left by himself. Um, reports close to the team were saying that he had lost all respect from coaching staff and players. Um, apparently, the practices have become a circus as he would invite girlfriends and their children onto the field. <laughs> And is he married? No, he is, they got divorced after he won the national championship. That's right. Which has caused his downfall, apparently, as women have been the new hurdle in his road to success. Jeez. Uh, never thought that would happen. Um, but, yeah, Coach O out at LSU after a really big win over Florida. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on over there. I don't know where Coach O going to go. I, I don't know. However, LSU had coaching job. Is going to gain a lot of interest from a lot of people. Um, a lot of big boards had um, Franklin from Penn State leaving. That'll never happen. That'll never happen. I don't know why he's always the number one guy. That'll never happen. Cincinnati's head coach. No, he's all. He's been on every board for any head coaching position in a Power Five conference. 
I don't think he'll leave the Cincinnati program after he's built it up the way he did. The one I think is the most interesting is the Bo Sweeney. <laughs> People, I guess, saying he's going to leave Clemson after a rough year. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't see that happening. I don't either. If he goes into LSU, though, that'll be bad because now he has a Louisiana recruits. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, sweats. Sweats. <laughs> Glad we don't have to worry about them. Um, taking it down south, though, number 17, Arkansas versus unranked Auburn uh, to end college foot, the college football standings this week for us. Auburn beating the Razorbacks 38-23. to uh, Razorbacks kind of falling off after they started off really strong this year. And Bo Nix out there looking like he finally having fun out there. 21-26, <laughs> um, 192 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. As Auburn goes on to 5-2 and two, and Razorbacks fall to 4-3, and three, Auburn looks like a team that's going to cause a lot of problems for teams hoping to do good this postseason. Um Let's go to the NFL, I guess. Honestly, I, I nothing too impressive. Yeah, I was going through these games. Nothing crazy. Uh, Colts beat the Texans. Go on to two and four. Uh, CBS. I love that the meme they have for the Colts is that we're not dead yet, and they had a picture of Undertaker doing <laughs> the dead man sit up. Um, also, Carson Wentz is slinging it this year. Um, he has the most consecutive pass pass attempts without interception. Paul Adam. Also, our O-line is finally healthy now. Quentin Nelson's coming back, and he's going to pancake everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, beating the Texans 31-3. T.Y. was also bad that game. And we, I don't know if you know this about the Colts, but the last win we got this season against the – hold on. Who did we beat this year? Oh, Miami. Oh, was the first win without T.Y. Hilton we've had ever. Huh. We are completely winless. Well, we have one win now. But we are completely winless without T.Y. in the starting lineup. Um, but then he comes back against Texans, and he is, for a lot of reason, a Texan killer and averages like 70 yards per catch, again, when he plays the Texans. Um, going off against them. Let's talk about your Cincinnati Bengals. Gave, uh, gave the uh, Battle of the Cats again. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, Bengals winning 34-11 against Detroit mm-hmm. at Detroit. Um, really feeling for Jared Goff now. Yeah. I really am. I'm very – both both uh, both quarterbacks this game played great. Uh, Burrow, 271 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. Um, Goff, 202 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. Mm-hmm. Um, Mixon, 94 rushing yards. Uh, he also led in receiving yards, 59 yards, um, five receptions, one touchdown. Um, Cincinnati is it together. They're four and two in the first time in how long? <laughs> years. Yeah. <laughs> Several years. In a division that I can't get a feel on. It's an awkward one. It is. Um, Steelers won't die. Steelers won't die. Ravens are kind of hot and cold. What I am worried about, I'm just calling it right now, is that we're going to get obliterated by Baltimore. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be a tough loss for us. Um, And because our next two games are away as well. Play the Ravens and then the Jets. That's not good. Oh, wait. Hey, Jets. Hey. Hey, don't say that yet. Hey. Hey, don't say that yet. I said we're on. We're, we've got the right thing figured out, but it doesn't mean that we always do. I um, I think you'll I think you'll beat the Jets. I am hopeful, but Dan, um, Dan Campbell also turning on Jared Goff in the presser post game, saying that he needs to play better. Um, 
I, I can't disagree. The golf started off strong. It just needs good. He just need to figure it out a little bit more. He, yeah. Uh, I, I will say this about the Lions. They are the best 0-6 team I've ever seen. And those teams, they're playing they so... fight. Yeah, they're playing so hard for Dan Campbell. I think the Lions have finally found their long-term coach in Dan Campbell. They're not They're not quitting. No. They, you see, you'll see an 0-16 team drop. You'll see, they could you'll very, see Jacksonville drop. Yeah, they very real, well could be 2-4. and four. It's just the fact that A, Justin Tucker hit an NFL-breaking field, field goal. <laughs> and then whoever else beat him hit just a neat, like a 57-yard field goal to win the game. Mm-hmm. So it's... They had two bad losses. Otherwise, they could be two and four right now. Mm-hmm. Let's talk Monday Night Football. Um, Monday Night Football. Bills Titans. Oh yeah, I got them. Let's do Bills Titans. It was a tough loss. Sorry, Brody, if you're listening to this, dude. Um, Brody flew all the way to Tennessee just to watch his team get beat by a field goal. Um, Bills can't cover, man. It was a hard game because I mean Allen played so much better. Tannehill could dream. Yeah. And still fell short. Where they really lacked was rushing yards. Well, you still got Derrick Henry who got the hat trick with three rushing touchdowns. Three rushing touchdowns, 143 rushing yards. A.J. Brown playing with the food poisoning. Wor- with the worst injury imaginable. He's food pooping poisoning. himself on the field. <laughs> I could never play with food poisoning. How do you even I change? Be- do you just play with... Well, he didn't crap himself on the field. Apparently he was thrown up. Oh, well, yeah, but he didn't crap himself. But still, though, I wouldn't play if I had food poisoning. Are you kidding me? That's dedication. That, <laughs> food poisoning is the worst injury you could play with. I'll say it. Singletary getting absolutely ignored this game with uh, 27 rushing yards. Very unlikely or not usual. Stefan Diggs with nine receptions and one touchdown. 89 total yards for that. Um, Let's go to London. Played in London this week. Jaguars and the Dolphins. That's right. As the Jaguars got their first win. They got their first win. <laughs> um, Trevor Lawrence, 25-41, 319 yards and one touchdown. Um, while analysts are saying that he's finally figured out the NFL, even though Urban Meyer may not even be there next year with all his off-season problems. or uh, Off-the-field problems. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, Florida, Miami. Why is it Florida? Miami Dolphins. Um Tua Tagovailoa, Tagovailoa, 33 of 47, 329 yards, two touchdowns, one reception. That is his first game back, ain't it? Yep. Um, both teams are now one and five. Um, a lot of people in the Dolphins front office and coaching staff have already given up on Tua. It's causing a lot of problems within the franchise. I don't know why you give up on Tua. I really think he's a good quarterback. I do too. He just he's young. You know, he's having young problems too. Um, however, that has apparently exp- the Deshaun Watson rumors on the express train as we are looking for a Watson trade to happen sometime within the next week. I don't think Watson's a better quarterback. I'll say it. I've never been a fan of Watson in the NFL. He's never been great. I don't think he's been that good as people say he is. I'd rather ride out with Tua, who doesn't have 20 sexual assault Oof. lawsuits on, under Oof. Uh, Speaking of getting fired for uh, reasons like that, uh, Raiders and uh, Broncos. Ooh! uh, First game without John Gruden after he stepped down after emails from 10 years ago. Research. Came back and bit him. Uh, The crazy part about that is that they apparently searched everybody 
and it was the only one that came out. John Gruden was the only one that came out with anything like that. I do not buy that in the slightest. I really think this. the only reason why John Gruden got a search was because he made fun of uh, John or uh, Roger Goodell. And Goodell is... He's petty. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's... So I think they only search John Gruden. Am I defending John Gruden? No. No, not at all. But I do think Goodell had a vendetta against Gruden. <laughs> anyway, uh, Bronco or... Well, the football team is also... Well, that, they, that's well. a whole different... Yeah. That's a whole different animal. Yeah. They've been under investigation since they've been formed. That's... I'm not going to talk about them. Oh, boy. <laughs> There's so much going on in Washington. So many problems with the football team. Dan Snyder... Ugh. That's a whole bunch of crap. Anyway. Dan Schneider? He's, he's really the source of every problem over there. And he's yet to be fired or dismissed or anything. He's their GM, right? I don't know what the hell he is. He's the owner or GM or whatever. I don't know. He's been removed. Anyway. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Somebody said. Beating the Denver Broncos 34-24. and May I remind you that both of these teams started off like... Amazing. 3-0. Yeah. Uh, Broncos quickly proving that they were fakes. <laughs> uh, Raiders go on to 4-2. Derek Carr, 18-27, 331, 341 yards, two touchdowns. Derek Carr is having a great year. I think he leads the NFL in passing still. He's probably going to ball out this year and say F you to Las Vegas and go somewhere else. <laughs> Which apparently Aaron Rodgers may be coming to Vegas. I'd be a Raider. <laughs> That's <laughs> gross. I don't, like, kind of gross. I don't like that. It's kind of gross. <laughs> Why did you say that? I'm just saying that's from stuff I've seen. That is kind of gross to think about, though. On topic uh, of Broncos, an hour ago from Bleacher Report, uh, Broncos head coach um, on four-game losing streak. I'm not mm, worried yeah. about my coaching status. I'm worried about uh, what I'm worried about is this team. He's gonna get fired. <laughs> He's going to get fired. It's a good little selfless comment there, though. He's still going to get fired, though. Um, I I don't know. I think he put Drew Walk in there just to kind of – I think he embraced the tank. But they're 3-3. Three three, but I still think he embraced the tank. Put Drew Walk in there. Let him improve a little bit. Just kind of see what happens. This is what I would do. Um, also, we – this is Cardinals-Browns. This is – Last Sunday, Sunday not, not Thursday. Yeah, not last night. It was a Sunday. I didn't even watch last night. I didn't watch last night, but I saw the um, Case Keenum started. Right, Case Keenum started. Baker is out with a nasty shoulder injury. Uh, um, Case Keenum did really good with the Vikings, and then just fell off. But he did great with the Browns last night. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like he went them to the postseason. Like he almost mm-hmm. went to the Super Bowl with the Vikings. Um, Cardinals are six and zero. The last undefeated team. Oh, I forgot who they got last week, too. I didn't even think about that. Cardinals 6-0 for the first time in I don't know how long. Beat the Browns 37-14. to The Browns fall up to 3-3. Three and three. Bengals are doing better for the first time ever. <laughs> um, Kyle Murray, 20-30, 229 passing yards and four touchdowns. Um, I think that was a game that Baker got hurt. Yeah. I recall. Yeah, he got, he got tackled, landed on his shoulder. J.J. Watt immediately took a knee. That's right. Yeah, J.J. Yeah, I remember that. Um, also, you want to talk about who the Cardinals got last week? <laughs> Zach Hurts from Philadelphia, who looked miserable. Yeah, who did they say he looked like? Uh, he looked like someone. I don't know. Zach Hurts looks miserable at Arizona. They had pictures of him in practice, and at that presser, 
he did not want to leave Philadelphia, and I don't blame him. He's been there his whole career. Um, he, I forgot who he was behind. He finished 12 short, 12 receptions short of the Eagles all-time list. He did make a comment when, that he may have to come back to finish on top. Um, so he, I think he's already hoping for a reunion. I think he'll be back. I do too. I think he'll be like Antonio Gates type thing, come back. Well, Antonio Gates, well, he never went, but he played until he was really old. But Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Cardinals, they've been making a lot of offseason moves. You get DeAndre Hopkins, you get J.J. Watt. You've been drafting really well defensively. Yeah, I still think the Cardinals will blow it, but <laughs> they'll look good doing it. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, the thing with the Cardinals, I don't trust them because they've started off this hot before. Or, you and know, fell off real yeah, sharply. They've yeah. gone eleven and four, and then lose in the first round. So I, I haven't bought in fully into the Cardinals yet, but they are making pretty big moves for it. I will say that. So we'll see how Zach Ertz does now that Kyle Murray has another weapon on that field, which already has a crap ton anyway. Uh, that's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got. All right. Well. I think that's our show for the week. I agree. Um, let me stop this recording one last time. All right. Sorry for that again. Um, so, yeah, that's our that's our show for the week. Um, so make sure you follow us on Twitter at Two Pokes and on Instagram at Two Pokes Podcast. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed the almost two-hour-long show that we have. They're so out of the blue, too. Yeah, we never know when they're going to be a long one. It's always the game. It, it's always the game, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so hopefully – um, next week we can get a show recorded. Um, hopefully the folks are seven to no. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, until then, um, we'll see you then. Adios. Adios.